Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of the Freedom Medium Podcast. I'm your host and the Freedom Medium herself, Crystal Moreland. Oh man, oh man, oh man. I I hope wherever you are right now, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, I hope that for the next however many minutes long this episode ends up being, I hope that this just brings you into such a great place. And I hope this is time where you can just sit back and relax and just enjoy being you, being all of you exactly as you are, exactly as you are currently packaged, exactly as you feel inside, whether that's good or whether that's bad or whether it's uncomfortable, no matter what it is. Like, I just, I want you to just feel happy or okay even with being you right where you are in your life. I think that that is so important. That is such a big lesson that I have learned over the course of these last few months. Um, You know, this is kind of segueing off entirely, but from what Spirit showed me the message would be today, but I feel like they're bringing this through for a reason. So we're going to roll with it, right? We're going to go wherever they take us. Um, So I know that... um, Many of you are struggling right now to feel like, you know, feeling like you don't belong or feeling like you're not sure how you're, you fit in with the world or feeling like you don't, there's certain parts of you that you can't show or that you can't let out into, let's say, the general public, right? Because if you do, then people won't be open to you or people won't accept you. And so you're constantly kind of emulating um, other people or just closing yourself off from being 100% you. And I just want to say that, you know, over my entire life, um, I get, I, you know what, I guess it wasn't entirely when I was younger, I never struggled to make friends. I, it's kind of like that elementary school age, you know, everybody loves everybody and everybody wants to be loved by everyone. (laughs) So for the most part, kids get along, um, especially in the earlier years, you know, but, um, as I grew older, I started to realize that there are certain things about my personality that maybe felt harsh or brash, brash. I don't, is that, I don't even know. We're going with it. It might be a word. I don't know (laughs) if it isn't, it is now. That's how we roll. (laughs) But, um, you know, there were certain parts of my personality that maybe rubbed the pe- rubbed other people the wrong way or, you know, made them stop and look at me like, the fuck is her problem? You know, because I just had this like loud, bubbly personality. And um, I, so I started closing more and more of myself off and I started noticing, especially like with boys, right? There's certain things that boys liked about certain girls. And so I would, you know, try to mirror that more or try to, you know, it's all about acceptance. It really was. It didn't matter whether it was the guys that I was around or the girls that I was around. And I really, I didn't really have very many female friends. I really, truly didn't. Um, And I think looking back now, part of the reason was that I was just so me, you know, which can be a lot to handle at times. 
Um, and so it was one of those things that I like, I don't know, it, it maybe have affected people the wrong way. I'm still, I'm still like in this place where I'm getting used to like being back in this, embracing myself. So I'm probably not describing this very well, but anyway, um, but as I got older and into adulthood, it definitely became more and more of closing myself off. I will never forget. So I was in forensics in high school, not the science part, which is so funny. Just a little segue. I remember in eighth grade, high schoolers coming to our classroom and showing us like the different kind of electives that we could sign up for. Cause you know, in eighth grade, we didn't have electives and, um, they would like come in and do a demonstration or talk about what their class did or whatever to try to like recruit you essentially to say, hey, you definitely want to choose this elective um, because we would make our schedules, you know, in eighth grade for freshman year and like pick our classes. And I, <laughs> I remember I was not paying attention at all to what the fuck was going on, but I heard the word forensic. And I was like, oh my God, that's so fucking cool. Like I could like, I could be a CSI investigator. Like I could learn how to do that in school. Mind you, I went to a very small school. Our electives were very limited. We did not have shit like that. <laughs> like we barely even had any uh, like extra math classes. It was very much like, it was just old school. Okay, let's say that. Um, my school was old school. They have since, uh, created so many more opportunities, um, for kids in their school, which I think is amazing. But anyway, um, so when I joined forensics freshman year and I walked into the classroom the first time and people are putting on these performances, they're acting and they're, um, being silly and they're being goofy or they're being like super, you know, serious and like emotional. And I was like, what did I just do? Little did I know spirit already had it covered, right? Looking back, I'm getting like confirmation chills thinking about this. Like I was being guided all along. That class was my saving grace. That and choir. I was like a huge, huge choir nerd. Um, I was in like all of the choir stuff. But anyway, um, that class was like food for my soul. Had I not had that going through all of the things that I went through in high school and experiencing all of the things that I experienced, whether at home or um, in my circle of friends that weren't necessarily the best people to be around, if you know what I mean. Um, I, I, I would probably be in an entirely different place, um, in my life. And it was like the place where I could just open up and be 100% me, like just absolutely unabashedly be fucking crazy, be silly, be, you know, ridiculous, be loud. Like I, I have always, not always, I mean, there's definitely been dark periods in my life, but for at the, at the center of my core, I love life. I love life. I'm getting back to that now. And I have missed it so much. Um, oh gosh. Um, whoo, holy cannoli. Um, I'm getting so emotional thinking about this. Like, you know, when your nose starts tingling and you're like, oh God, here it comes. Um, but I, I love life. I love, love. I love 
liveliness and laughter and smiles. And I remember being a little girl, like I love that feeling of when someone else is doing something that they love, right? And I remember going to church with my grandma on Sundays and I never went to Sunday school. I sat in big church with her. We called it big church. <laughs> We're like, you can go to Sunday school or you can sit with grandma in big church. I sat with grandma in big church, <laughs> like, you know, like big people, like adult church. <laughs> but anyway, um, she would sing along to the music and she would say all the time, like, I, you know, I can't sing. I, you know, and truth be told, she she cannot carry a tune to save her life. She knows this. She's these are her words coming, you know, like this she has said. But I didn't even care. And I am I've been my whole life in this capacity of singing and and performance and things like that. Um and um so it's well, I guess I shouldn't say my whole life, like growing up, right? I didn't I didn't carry on with that afterwards, even though I would have loved to. But um after like school, right? Getting out of school. But I was like, I don't care. Like I just, the joy that it brings you, I don't care if you can't carry a tune. There is something just incredibly magical about singing. And it makes me so happy to hear other people sing. I remember like, uh, like American Idol when it first came out. And of course they had their whole shtick where they would bring people on that essentially they could make fun of with the rest of the world, right? Because look at this person that obviously like their mom was like, oh my God, you have the best voice in the world because their mom was being supportive. And you know, we brought them on here because we thought it would be fucking hilarious to make fun of them for the rest of their life. And I was just like, how can you, how can you do that? Like they're, they're doing something that they love. They're doing something that brings them joy. Are they gonna get a record deal? Probably not, but that doesn't like, that does not negate from the the feelings that it brings to them. And by you putting them in this position, you are really damaging that, right? Like it's just so, it, it, it's so, I just, I love things that bring people joy. And um that being in that space, being in that space where I could be <laughs> crazy and silly. And actually like I went to state every single year, um, through forensics, won multiple, um, awards and, and medals. And I mean, it was, it was the place that I needed to be. I loved it. My forensics teacher, she also was my English teacher. She's like, you're going to go be an actress. And I was like, I don't need any of that toxic bullshit, but it'd be cool. <laughs> it could be fun. Right? Like, thank God I didn't go down that route. But, <laughs> but it's one of those things I remember very specifically, I started dating this guy in, uh, I think my sophomore year or my junior year. I don't know. I started dating this guy and you know, he knew this other side of me. He wasn't in forensics. He didn't, he didn't understand. And I think we started dating like sophomore year. And then, so like at the end of sophomore year, I'm like, Ooh, you should do forensics. It'd be so much fun. And we can have classes together. Cause obviously that's what we're in school for, right? Is to have classes with our best friends and our boyfriends and girlfriends and all of that. Um, but it was like, he joined forensics with me the next year. And I'll never forget the first time that he saw me in that class where I felt like I could just be myself, 100% myself. And he was like, what is going on with you? 
like you shouldn't why why do you act like that why do you and I'm like what do you mean like have fun enjoy life like laugh and be silly with my classmates and you know there was this performance I can't even remember who wrote it but it was fucking phenomenal it was a play on not an actual play okay it was like um like a you know like space balls is kind of like uh, making fun of Star Wars um it was like that so there was this thing that was a play on us making fun of um Romeo and Juliet and me and one of my friends that uh we were taking forensics together her and I did that and the the whole thing was just fucking hilarious I mean we took this thing all the way to state and we just obliterated the competition with it it was amazing but it was like totally like over exaggeration like I remember at one point I like jump on a table like it's a balcony and I'm you know like doing all this crazy things because I'm Romeo and I'm like professing my love blah 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 and um or maybe I was Julia I don't remember who knows like whoever was on the balcony and I like jump off and I'm like rolling on the ground and like it's just it's so ridiculous but it's hilarious and um, it's like slapstick comedy. And he was just like, what the fuck have I got into? Like, who are you? Why do you do this? And so for a little while, he was like, I just, I need you to like be more normal. You know, that should have been a sign right there. Right? Like the things we don't see until afterwards. But I started closing myself off and being like, okay, well, clearly I cannot be accepted for just being all of me. So anyway, it's kind of been a succession of closing myself off and being afraid to let people see all of me. It's almost like every friendship, every relationship I've been in has stayed in that space of like, listen, this is the first and second date. We don't want to like, you know, dip our toes in too much and introduce ourselves fully because we don't want them to like be like running for the hills, right? It's like stayed like that. And fortunately... I had one friend um, for many years uh, in my 20s and early 30s, and she was like she was like the gateway, the one person that I could just be 100% totally myself, fully ridiculous, and I'm so thankful for that, and I'm so thankful that she allowed me the space for that, but I was just so afraid you know, anywhere else in my life to just be all of me. Um, I mean, it's even taken me, gosh, my husband and I have been together now for 13 years. I don't know. I mean, come on, don't we all lose count? Like, <laughs> isn't that normal? Um, I don't know. I just, I don't keep track of that stuff. Like it's just a number, but anyway, it's taken me almost this long to be able to just sing in front of him. And that's a whole nother topic. Like, it's just, there's a whole bunch of shit to work through with that. Um, it's got nothing to do with him. It's from my childhood. But anyway, so it's like, I'm I'm now in this place where I'm totally 100% myself with my husband. And thank God he, like, embraces me and loves me <laughs> in all of my wacky ways. But he's got to see the progression, too, of me coming from this space of, like, being afraid to be myself. And anytime that I was myself, feeling like, I was being rejected by other people. And um, so it's very interesting that 
it's, it's been a journey for both of us, right? Um, but all of this to be said, oh my gosh, this was like such, such a long detailed welcome to my life, right? Um, but all of this to be said that if you're in this space of wondering how you fit in and feeling like you can't be yourself, um, you know, in everything that I've ever done <clears throat> in my adulthood up until now, I have really kept parts of myself to myself. Um, for fear of rejection, for fear of not fitting in, for fear of people not being okay with me or honestly being too much for people, you know? Um, and this year, this last like six months really has just absolutely changed everything for me. I decided that if I was going to go down this path and if I was going to start this podcast and start posting on Instagram and like embracing, you know, this psychic medium side of me that honestly is weird enough to the outside world, right? Um, like if they can see me as that and be okay with that, then guess what? They're going to get all of me. Like, fuck it. Let's go. Right. <laughs> like that kind of attitude. Like, let's just do this. Let's see what the fuck happens. Because I was at this place where I was like, I have nothing left to lose, right? Like, if people don't like me, then what's new? <laughs> like, really, what's new? Um, if people don't understand, under you know, understand me, what's new? Like, whatever, right? It's just, it is what it is. And so I came on and I, I you know, I first I didn't come into stories I was so nervous to like show my face in there or um talk or you know anything and I just started with the daily messages from spirit and then spirit was really pushing me I think I mentioned it on one of the earlier episodes spirit was really pushing me to start talking about what the meanings of the daily messages from spirit like going into detail in stories which was so funny because I did that for like a week or two and then there was like no more need to do it anymore. That was Spirit's way of warming me up. Like that was Spirit's way of getting me comfortable of just being myself in that space. And because anytime that I had done that before, like in other business work and things like that, I, um, you know, I always just came on and tried to be like the professional face, right? The the concealed face let's say it that way right the the persona not me but the persona that I was trying to create so to speak and so me coming on there and just being me and being like this is what's coming through that was really spirit's way of working through me to be able to get comfortable in the space of just being me not giving a fuck if I um you know and doing my makeup and doing my hair and wearing the right clothes. Like, I mean, all of that shit used to bother me so badly. Um, it was so important, right? Like I couldn't get on and record a YouTube video unless I had all this other shit prepared and I was wearing the right clothes and I was wearing, you know, the right jewelry and I was doing my hair the right way and I was, you know, full makeup, blah, blah, blah. Like I am sure you guys noticed, like I don't do shit for makeup. like. I put mascara on because my eyelashes are invisible. I put 
like I, I use like a brow pencil very lightly in my brows because they are also invisible. <laughs> like it was so funny, like about eight years ago, I had someone introduce me to even just putting like eye, eyeshadow in my brows. And I was like, oh my God, I've never seen, I've never seen myself with eyebrows. Like for a while I was like, I kind of look like a clown, but then now I'm used to it. I'm like, now I, now I feel like I look strange if I don't have my eyebrows on. <laughs> but my level of putting eyebrows on is totally different than most people's levels of putting eyebrows on. Like it's very, like very minimal because I don't wear any other makeup and I just stopped because I'm, this is me. This is what you get. If you don't like it, that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with wearing makeup. There's so many people that do it so beautifully. And so, I mean, they just do such a wonderful job. But I know for me, that was really a hindrance of mine in the self-love department because I felt like I couldn't love myself or be loved. <laughs> be loved in return is what I'm thinking of from like Moulin Rouge. But um, I couldn't I couldn't receive love from other people if I didn't have my face on, right? Which is hilarious because my face is not like what these girls do now with like the three hour makeup process and all this. Like, I don't, I don't know how to do any of it. I don't even know how to put fucking blush on. <laughs> like, so it's so funny. Like, it wasn't like I was doing much, right? But it was still one of those things that, so I've let that go. And in that, I have felt completely freed to not wear makeup and there's people that wear makeup and they know, you know, they, they know that they're beautiful and accepted whether they have it on or not. So that was my own journey, but, um, I'm not really sure how I got sidetracked into the makeup department, but, oh yeah, I'm not caring what I looked like when I came on. Like it is what it is, right? Like you get to see my lovely double chin because I don't hold my phone the right way. And you get to see like weird <laughs> mannerisms and like whatnot. I mean, I, it's whatever, like this is me, right? Like it, it's just me. And so spirit really opened me up to that. And the more that I just allowed myself to be me and to not have, you know, to come on authentically and to share my gratitude, to share my vulnerability and that's something that I didn't understand before. I would hear people say, like, I just, I, you know, I want to be authentic. I want to be vulnerable. And I'd be like, okay, I can do that. But I only allowed myself to be it to a certain extent. It's like, I would say, okay, well, I've been where you've been. But here's how I got it through. Here's how I, you know what I mean? Like, it was always like I had to, I had to have that caveat on the end of it to say, but that's not me, right? To protect myself from that vulnerability. That's not me anymore, right? Like, and I can help you too, you know, that kind of thing. Like it just, it it was never natural. It always felt forced. And like over the last six months in my own life, and then of course the last four months now almost online, um, out in front of the public, it's just been this, if I am, feeling called to share something, I share it and I don't hold back. And I don't like, there's already been a million things that I've shared in this podcast that I would have never dreamed of sharing out with the public and admitting and like, you know, being in that space of vulnerability. And, um, it has been beautiful to see because what I have received from that, from me, just being me, me being all of me, <laughs> like, 
all of it. You get all of it, no matter what. Um, I have received the most incredible support and encouragement and love and the friendships that have come to be in, uh, they're just, they're mind blowing to me. They're so incredible. They're so heart-filled. They're so unconditional, right? It's like nothing I've ever experienced before, ever. It's total unconditional love. And it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. So I guess really this is the message that needed to come through today. And it's a little bit shorter of an episode, but... It's scary as hell. It is fucking scary. Let me tell you. Um, to put yourself in that place where you're constantly allowing yourself to be open. Where you're allowing yourself to just be you. Where you're being you in spite of the internal fears of what if this is too much? What if this is, you know this is the thing, this is the tipping point that people are not going to accept me or love me or whatever, right? And doing it anyway, that is so worth it. It's so worth it because then you really find your people, your soul people, right? Your soul family. And I was, I was literally just telling someone last night, we were messaging back and forth, and she is one of my favorite people on this planet, in this universe, like, truly, and, like, there's no, no time limitations or space or anything with this woman. She is just fucking incredible, one of the most beautiful souls ever, 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 and... We were talking last night and I was like, you know, we were kind of sharing like how amazing that we came together and that we had these, you know, have this friendship formed and that we have this opportunity um, to, to be in this space together, you know, and to have, to get to know each other and have this relationship with one another. And um, I was like, it, it was worth the wait. Because really, I have been waiting 36 years, right? Searching 36 years for people that will understand me, will love me for me, and will not be afraid to be themselves with me so that I can love them for them. And, oh my God, the road was so hard to get here so many times and years and years of self-doubt and self-loathing because I never felt enough. And even when I was being too much, right? That means you're not enough, right? You're not, you're not enough. You don't measure up. And, or when other people thought that I was being too much, basically. Um, and, and honestly, I think it's because and, I, and I'm saying this because I've been there too, right? If you are someone that is going through your own struggles in life or you're having 
you know, in this kind of like negative mentality on life and someone comes around you who is just happy to be alive and looking at the bright side of things, you're like, shut the fuck up, right? Like, God, this is exhausting. It rubs you the wrong way. And I was surrounding myself with people that weren't in the space to see the good in life. They were there to complain about all the bad and to, you know, like that was their thing to gossip and talk shit on other people, to complain about everything, to be negative and to be sarcastic. And, you know, I mean, we all thought it was so funny to just be like smart asses and be, you know, have a funny spin on negative shit, right? It's still negative. It's all still negative. Um, and me coming in there with my like happy personality, um, was ridiculous. So I was like, okay, well that doesn't, that doesn't work. So I guess I'll just go be this negative person and I'll be, you know, a smart ass with them. And I like played that card really well too. <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things that I don't fault people for that. I'm not here for everyone, just like everyone's not here for me, and that's okay. Um, but I get it. I've been there. Like, when you're in that vibration, it really, really rubs you the wrong way to be around someone who is at a different vibration. And so it's, you know, it's nothing wrong with them, but I guess the whole point of Spirit asking me to share this with you is that when you just let go and you allow yourself to fully embrace who you are, all of it, all the things that you think are flaws, all the things that you think are scary to share, all the things that you think are too vulnerable to let out into the wild, let out into the open, all the things that you feel like people will judge you for, all the things that you feel like people will not understand about you, you know, everything, everything, embrace it all and let it out. That is when your people find you. That is when your people come forward. That is when you meet your soul family. And it is the most beautiful thing. So I just... For me, I hold so much gratitude and so much appreciation and so much love for each and every one of you. Every single week, I am, it's not even every single week, like every day, I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> In the best way possible, like, holy shit. This is my life. This is my life. Like, this is amazing. And I know that I haven't even begun to break through the tip of the iceberg like but being in this space where I can just be myself I I can't I can't thank you all enough for that I really can't I mean it this is this is soul level gratitude and appreciation and just honestly the utmost respect for each and every one of you because no matter what you're going through, you have at least shared a part of a part of you with me and been authentic and vulnerable in that 
And that is so special and it is so needed and it is so incredibly powerful. I see you and I love you and I appreciate you so much. I want you to see you, to love you and appreciate you the way that I do, the way that other people in your life do, the way that people that are going to get to know you and the real you are going to, that's so, so important. So important. You know, I, um, I had my very first Phoenix Rising mentorship call yesterday with one of, excuse me, my goodness gracious, excuse me, Man, Spirit is really, really here. There's so many burps building in my throat, but um, I had my first one-on-one -on -one call with one of my mentorship students yesterday, and um, I told her flat out, I said, it's actually funny, I told her, and then I actually had a, um, a call with another one. She actually just joined, but I, I had a call with her yesterday to go over her application and talk to her about the program, um, but I was telling them both in, you know, in their respective calls that part of this program, part of this process is really allowing yourself to crack open. And you get the most growth and the fastest growth and the fastest transformation when you are yourself, when you allow yourself to be open, to be vulnerable, to really lay yourself bare for the world to see. And so I said, don't be surprised when you see me sharing about your successes and your triumphs and your um, the, the things that you have been able to overcome on social media. You know, I, I, I want to talk about this. I want to share this. I want to uplift you, to support you, to empower you. And other people will do that as well. But you have to be in the space where you're willing to be seen by the outside world. You're willing to be seen in this space of receiving guidance, receiving mentorship, receiving assistance, right? Of gaining momentum, of gaining knowledge, of, of gaining ground and going to that next level. You know, that was something that was really important to me here in this space. Um, the podcast was never coming on here and sharing about um, my development in all of this in a way that made it sound like I've already been doing this or like, oh no, this was like a pay paid reading when it was a practice reading, right? Like never positioning myself in any other position than I actually am, right? And so it's really important that when we're going through these stages of growth and learning and knowledge, it doesn't matter whether we are already really established in our lives and we're well known and, you know, we're just like, oh yeah, I'm doing this program because like naturally, like I'm going to the next level or we're just starting out and we're receiving that guidance and support that we need. You know, for a lot of us, it feels like, oh my God, I can't share this because then people will think that I'm not like qualified enough or I'm not here, you know, at the right level enough to work with them or to help them. And I just want to squash that right now. Um, those were my own fears that I worked through, you know, to even just do this podcast to come out and be, you know, open and share vulnerably with you guys on Instagram, things of that nature. It's never be afraid to share exactly where you're at. And so there, people will love you, 
right? Right where you are. And they will embrace you and, and almost like more so because you're willing to say, I'm human just like the rest of everyone else, right? Like we all are human. We all have growth. We all have places that we're going to learn and go through, you know, lessons and challenges and healing. And, you know, there's, there's always going to be that no matter whether we're, we think that we're first starting out right on this journey or whether we're 20 years into it, there's always, always, always going to be places that we are learning and growing and, and, and moving forward. So don't ever be afraid to share that. Um, it should be celebrated because here's the thing. If you can learn to celebrate the places that you feel like you're quote unquote, like starting out or learning, you know, before you're, you're ready or whatever it is, right? If you can learn to celebrate those places and honor yourself for being in that space, I mean, think about how much magnetism is going to be created from that. Think about how much wonderful energy is going to be created for that, right? It's not about getting you to the next space and then you can like be happy and celebrate and tell people about it. No, every fucking step of the way, no matter what you're doing in your life, every step of the way, celebrate, shout it from the rooftops, be open, be honest, share your story. People will connect with that. People will resonate with that. And it takes away that filter, right? It's like an Instagram filter. And they're fun, you know, they can be, they can be neat. Um, I used to use them all the time, right? When I was doing my other business and on Instagram constantly and doing the stories and everything, I always did the filter, even though I was also doing my makeup, right? Because I'm like, oh my God, still my face is not... This, this isn't going to work, right? <laughs> like, we're going to have to add a filter to this. And I, I don't use filters. Now, uh, I just, I don't because I believe in sharing me. That has been my own journey again. And there's nothing against using filters. But when you are not allowing yourself to share certain parts of you because you're afraid of how others will perceive it, you're putting a filter on. And then when those people see you, like really truly see you, right? They're gonna be like, wait, this isn't what I saw. This isn't what you showed me. Why the fuck? Why didn't you, why didn't you show me this, right? I would have loved you anyway. <laughs> so, wow, I guess, I guess that was the message that needed to come through today. And that was where spirit was taking all of this. So thank you again. Thank you again so much for being in this space with me, being a supporter, an encourager, a wonderful, wonderful part of my life. And I just, I just want to share so much gratitude for you guys and so much appreciation for allowing me to be me and loving me and being here. I just, every single day, I am reminded constantly with the messages that I receive and the comments and the, the communication. And I mean, every single day, so much gratitude. 
So obviously someone needed to hear this message. Whoever you are, just know that you are loved. You are seen, you are appreciated exactly as you are. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter what you do for a living. It doesn't matter, you know, what level of your vibration it, there is. It doesn't matter what you're going through in life. It doesn't matter how you're struggling. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. I see you. I feel you. I feel your energy. And I love you. I truly, truly do. Energy is everything. Energy is fluid. Energy can be felt. Even when I can't see your face, I can feel you. And it is beautiful. So start allowing yourself to just be you. And love yourself through it, right? It's going to be uncomfortable. Do it anyway. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's really where the magic happens. Okay, I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing, amazing rest of your week. And I will see you back here next week with a new episode.